Hold on to your butts. This is season three of the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast. Guy Hassan, and you are listening to the Squash Buckler Dies podcast, the daily podcast about Joey Shelley, the girl who is lost in dreams. This is season three. It took, it took 30 episodes of season two for everyone to get adjusted to the differences between season one and two, for the big thing that happened between season one and two, which is the book, The Forgotten Girl. And now we have to deal with. What happened in the book, A Wolf's Dream, which <laughs> led to massive catastrophe all across the board. And we are at episode 22, and things have not resolved yet, and we are still a few hours in, into uh, exploring the next three years. But first, we have to get used to the new status quo. What is the new status quo? We'll find out. For now, Justin and Joy are at each other's throats. The dream above has fallen down a couple of meters, making Bunny's revenge fall to the side. And thankfully, not all the way through, because, well, only Justin would have survived because he would have woken up. He's the only dreamer there. So, let's see what happens now. Season 3, episode 22, Justin's Return, part 8, The Stewing Pirate. Joyce, age nine and a half, told by Grandpa Walt. Justin slowly rises to his feet, standing on the railing because the ship has turned over. He's very careful to step on the pickets and not to get stuck in the spaces between them. There's not much room to stand on. The top rail is not too high when the ship is upright. I don't dare get up and I can hear that Susie behind me is not moving either. Steer the ship upright, Joy, Justin orders. Why should I? She takes a few steps forward, confidently walking on the pickets towards Justin, but then she starts to hop. Once, twice, and suddenly she catches the sail and clings to it. Joy, what are you doing? Nothing, she says as she climbs the sail up to the mast. You know, your grandparents can't survive the fall if we turn over. I'm not going to make anyone fall, she says as she stands upright on the mast and jumps up to the railing on the other side. Once, twice, and she's got it. Joy, Justin sounds worried. I have no idea what she's doing either. Joy advances by moving her grip from one picket to the next. I'm going to my room, she says. She jumps down to the wall of her cabin. She peeks over, seeing how she can get at the door. Oh, I can just come in through the window. Jesus Christ, Justin mumbles under his breath. I can hear her go through the window and move around in her cabin. The cabin door opens suddenly and she peeks out. You don't need me to make decisions, right, Dad? You're making them all for me. I'll be here in my room. You can move the ship around as you want. And with that, she closes the door and disappears back inside. I look at Justin, wondering what his reaction is going to be. His lips are shut tightly, and he thinks for a few seconds. 
Ah, let us too. I need some time alone. And with that, he turns his back to me and looks up at the wheel. How am I going to get there? To be continued, told by Grandpa Walt. Hashtags, joy, Justin. Grandpa Walt, Grandma Susie. I'd like to say a couple of things. One is a reminder of what the Squash Buckler Diaries are. They are pieces of life. If one episode can reveal something about who Joy is, who Justin is, who any of the people, you know, the heroes of this story are, about maybe the relationship between Justin and Joy, then that is a good episode. That is an episode that serves its purpose. The big events happen in the books. The adventures happen in the books. Sometimes we have adventures. Sometimes we have kind of big events. But the really big events, the really huge adventures, all the life-changing stuff happens in the books. This is about life. It's about who Joy and Justin are. Clearly, they are having one of the biggest arguments they've ever had. But there are things I don't mention. Like, uh, in this episode, you can't figure out how to get to the wheel. But he told Joy to get to the wheel and to do something. Because Joy can do it, and he knows that. Joy can get to the wheel and steer the ship. And last episode, Joy, just for a moment, thought, you know, I have a better hiding place. And he didn't doubt it for a second. He didn't think, you know, she's trying to tease me. She's trying to tell me, you know, uh, that she can do something better than I can. She said, I just thought of a better hiding place. And he immediately believed her. Justly so on both of them. And some of the stuff that's in their relationship is in the basic stuff that isn't even worth mentioning as you tell the story. It's just there. But the fact that it's there is huge. So, what do you think about these episodes? Let me know. Email me, guyhasson at gmail.com, G-Y-H-A-S-O-N at gmail.com. If you haven't told your friends, tell your friends. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. And I will talk to you. And tomorrow, we see what happens next as we get used to being lost in the dreams. Bye-bye.